Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Rob Evans 365, day number 202. What I want to focus on today is about what time is it that you start your day? What time do you start? How much sleep do you think that you really need to be getting? A couple of quick questions for you to think about right now. I can tell you that I start my day. What time? You've probably heard me say this before. The alarm goes off at 20 to 5 in the morning and I get up within the first couple of minutes of that go the alarm going off. Now, many people would say why don't why do I get up so early? The question I often ask is should I get up earlier? I've also mentioned before that if I didn't sleep, like if I didn't need sleep, I would probably just keep going because life is so short and there is so much to be done and I would love to have that extra time to do more things. Uh, Some people spend a lot of time in front of the TV, their computer, uh, playing games, social media, whatever it is. Um, I'd rather be doing things, whether that's exercising, working out, working out my mind, creating more um, content. That's what I, I love to do. For you, it might be different. But uh, this morning, it's nice and early. I have gotten to my boot camp class early this morning uh, because... I've wanted to um, just stretch the legs and uh, get the blood circulating to the back and uh, um, just get a good amount of exercise in before people start to come. And it got me thinking about an extension of the last few days uh, of 365 and uh, how I get more out of my day. And if you think about it for a second, so if I'm up at you know, ready to work at 5am. I had an early, I had a 5.30am appointment this morning. But if I'm up working at 5am and by the time it gets to 9am, I have already done four hours of work by that stage. Now, this is a time when some people are just thinking about getting up or... Um, you know, to be fair, I, during the week, uh, most people are, are probably up by seven, eight, something like that. Uh, but you you have the potential to get so much more in into your day. And if you uh, listen to the most successful people in the world, now I'm not just measuring success by... Uh, dollars here because that's only one of the metrics but um, let's talk about impact that they have on the world whether it's someone like Warren Buffett, uh, Bill Gates, um, you know Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, um, Steve um, Bessos, all of those uh, people, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, you know these JT, the most impactful people uh, around the world, they're getting up 
somewhere between 3 to 4 a.m. probably and that means that they probably go to bed at 9.30, some I've heard go to bed later than that but uh, you know they've, they've still got to get uh, you know their five hours sleep or, or whatever people tend to get. Um, I tend to f- survive well on five to six these days um, but they talk about how much that they can get done when uh, you know, there's no people around uh, there's less interruptions, that kind of stuff, but it's about getting more out of their day. And if you know people aren't starting their work day until, uh, say, nine o'clock in a traditional sense, then these guys are getting five, six hours of work done before you've even started. Now, if you accumulate that over a week, what does that add up, that add up to? That's an extra 42 hours of week or uh, of work or 30 if you're not working on the weekend, but these guys uh, would be working weekends as well. So that's an extra 42 hours a week. Like imagine if you had an extra 42 hours of productivity in your week. I mean, that is massive, uh, which is why I started getting up earlier. I'm like, gee, if, if it's good enough for these guys, then I need to get up earlier as well. And you think, well, I'm just going to be tired and whatever. Like Eric Thomas, he says it well. He gets up around 3, 3.30, something like that, gets what he needs to get done. And if he needs to take a nap uh, at some stage, you know, later in the day, uh, that he will. And I think that's important because um, that's what I do. I find that... Yeah, I work super, super well in the morning, like this time of the morning. My eye, like right now, it's been a, it's been a, a draining week. Um, my eyes feel a little bit heavy, but I'm also, um, excuse me, I'm also energized and um, focused. So, uh, you know, I'm, I have no problems in, in keeping on going, uh, but maybe come to three o'clock something like that I can find that wow I am feeling really tired I'm just going to have a little nap and uh, you know I'll lie down for 15-20 minutes something like that and you know I'll, I'll often do that on my office floor I know that sounds weird or I'll pull out a couple of exercise mats uh, for some extra padding on top of each other and have a, a nap in the gym like the other day I finished doing my ab workout and uh I just closed my eyes and, you know, within about two, three minutes, I was asleep because I was really, really tired. Uh, so I, I am able to sleep uh, almost anywhere. Plane's no good, but uh, in a lying down position, I can, I can do that uh, fairly quickly if I am tired. Uh, so that's a, an important thing to keep in mind. But the point of this is saying, well, you know, are you really getting up at the right time? Are you just, uh, you know, it's easy to say, oh, I need 10 hours sleep, or I just can't function. Well, I would challenge you with that, and I would say that if you want to get more done, uh, then sleep faster, as Arnie says. He talks about uh, six hours of sleep, uh, and you know, that still leaves plenty of time for doing all the other things, and you can learn to 
uh, manage with six hours sleep. Um, kids are different, like growing, uh, growing kids and teens, they need more sleep uh, than we would as their bodies are going through so much hormonal change and you know, growing and everything, they just need more sleep. Uh, but you as an adult, you don't need as much as you probably think you do. And this is where, you know, people say to me when they first come and start working, they think, I don't have time. It's like, well, do you know what? I'm a busy person. JT is the, um, a coach JT. He is the busiest person that I know of, uh, traveling to multiple countries a week um, and still getting everything done that he does. Like he records the 365, he's working out, he's... Uh, you know, got lots of meetings with high-profile people, he's creating new content, new products, and he's, uh, you know, presenting on stage in different countries and a high-stress environment and so forth every single day. And if, if he can do it, uh, then I am capable of so much more and so are you. So, you know, if you say, oh, I don't have time to work out, that is rubbish absolute rubbish because I would challenge anyone no matter what your schedule looks like to be able to work out for at least 20 minutes a day and if you say oh that's just not possible as I do xyz I can tell you that no one is busier than JT and he still gets a workout in every day how does he do that well he gets up a little bit earlier uh, to do that he's up around 3 30 I am. And I'm not talking about you at this stage getting up at 3.30 a.m. But you know what? If you want something bad enough and that is the only time that you can work out, then you'd get up at that time and do it if it was that important to you. It's just that most of us don't prioritize what is important to place that much emphasis, to make us that uncomfortable to make sure that we achieve. So, as I said, I'm not suggesting that you get up at that time and exercise. If that, if that works for you right now, then I would say do that. But I'm talking about maybe getting up half an hour earlier than you do at the moment uh, and do it then. And, you know, put away the excuses and, and stop saying, oh, well, I can't because it means this, this and this. To stop complaining about this stuff and just do it. You can take, uh, like some of the home workouts that I create for people, it might take 10 minutes, max, 10 minutes. Now, if you can't find 10 minutes in your day to do a workout, then I'm sorry to say this, but you cannot manage your life. Because 10 minutes, you waste 10 minutes in the toilet through the day. You'll, you waste 10 minutes on your phone checking someone's Facebook post or, you know, some gossipy type thing that you might be doing that doesn't add any value at all to your life, but you think it's important. Now, this is about reprioritizing what's important to you and focusing on what's important. One of the tasks that uh, I do every now and then, and I did it uh, in August last year, as part of the, uh, the Dream Team workshop that I went, went to, was create a stop doing list. Things that you want to stop doing 
right now. So things that aren't adding any value into your life, well, sorry, they, they may not be adding value into your, into your life, but they may be things that you can delegate. So when it comes to business, um, you know, there's a whole range of things that I need to stop doing and delegate, and I'm doing, I'm doing those things. Part of me uh, getting two staff members was to, I need to stop you know, training as many people so that I can grow the other side of uh, the business. Um, the admin side of it uh, is so that I can stop doing these things that are necessary to be done, but they don't need to be done by me. Like if I can pay somebody less, where I can, like if I can earn, you know, hundreds of dollars an hour, then there's no point in me doing a job where I can pay somebody, you know, 15, 20 dollars an hour to do that task. Uh, so they're the things that you need to be thinking about. What should you be stopping doing to put more uh, back into your life? Now, uh, when, when it comes to your kids, you know, I, at, at some points in my week, there's four children. Um, most of the time it's two uh, or none, uh, but most of the time it's two or four. And so... Um, in order for me to be able to, you know, manage my life when it's two kids at home, then the kids are at an age where they can help out. And I believe that it's our duty to be raising our children to be adults. So you're not raising children, you're actually raising adults. So I believe that it's important for them to understand what their role in society is and what's important for them in terms of helping me, helping their mum when they're with her, but to take on their responsibilities from an age that they are now so that when, uh, you know, they, as they're progressing into life and into, you know, business and, and work and job and responsibilities, then these things just become second nature. And then when they do go out and live by themselves, uh, in their own homes and everything, they know how to function properly. They know how to do all these different things just because they've already learned them. Uh, and it's, it's more the mindset, the work ethic. Uh, but So my point in telling you that is that when it comes to tasks around the house and you say, oh, I've got to do this, this, this and this. Well, the kids, uh, my kids are 11 and 13 now. They're they're old enough to be helping out. So um, Olivia's will do things more naturally than, than Emily will. She needs some more encouragement. But simple things like, you know, I get them to do the, wa the washing, as in fold the, uh, the washing up, even if they just fold their own. Um, but I get them to help out with that. I get them to unpack the dishwasher. Simple things about getting them to put their dishes away in the dishwasher, um, you know, making their own breakfast. Uh, you know, getting themselves snacks and so forth now that they, you know, they don't have to ask. I'm hungry, I don't know what to eat. It's like they just, they'll just go and find, uh, you know, what they want and make it most of the time. I'll say 90% of the time. 10% of the time, I get, you don't have any food. So really, what's all this? That's not what I want. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that reminds me. I had a weird dream last night about um, I was staying somewhere like in a motel 
and they built this motel as basically in this massive factory and they just made rooms in a factory and so like you could um, some people from next door were standing up on their beds and they could look over the like partitions it's like that everything was just partitioned and uh, uh, we had to go out I was sharing a room with someone and I was a guy at a conference or something we came back to our room and they put a, a big thing of Easter eggs on the table and um, a rat had eaten part of one of the big eggs. We said, there's rats in here. We're only gone for a few minutes. They must be living in this room. And anyway, don't know where that came from. But anyway, uh, so, you know, you can get the kids to help out, the rats, if you can train them, get them to help out. And what that does, it has a couple of effects. One, you're giving the kids a skill or whoever it is you know, you're just getting rid of that task. It's freeing up your mind space to know that, well, okay, I don't have to worry about doing that, that particular thing. And then you can use that time to do something else. Uh, now, that something else might be, well, you're just giving back to yourself. It might be, um, you know, sitting down, relaxing. It might be reading. It might be, uh, in my case, a lot of the time, it's, uh, you know, building another product or adding more content, something like that, doing some marketing. Uh, the point is that you've got this extra time that you can then do something with it. It might be the exercise kind of thing. Um, it might be spending that extra time to prepare meals for the week, about making sure that you're, you're always prepared. Uh, you know, the, the list is endless. I guess where this podcast started out was about what time do you get up and making sure that you've got enough uh, enough time and not making excuses in your day to say I don't have time to you know really take care of myself now for me taking care of myself comes down to making sure that I have allocated enough time for me to do my exercise making sure that uh, whether it's walking um, so I don't do like these days I don't do super intense cardio every now and then I might do a more intense cardio session but to be honest, I really love just getting out like what, what I'm doing right now and walking. Um, I enjoy, you know, just taking in the surroundings, um, enjoying the fresh air, just enjoying that process. And um, uh, yeah, so making sure I've got enough time for that. And then the other one is making sure that I, I have enough time to uh, organize my, uh, my shopping, whether I... Sometimes I'll alternate, like this morning after boot camp, I'm heading to the, uh, the fruit and veg market and the supermarket to, uh, to get my food. So they're making sure that I've allocated enough time to do some, uh, some cooking to prepare uh, some meals uh, through the week, which is also important to me. All right. Um, and yeah, then having a look through my freezer to say, well, I can tell you right now, the freezer's pretty full. Uh, but uh, so this weekend I'm only going to have to really cook up one, uh, one meal and uh, making sure that I've got the ingredients for that which I've got most of them and I just need to get a few veggies to add in there and get some um, uh, fruit and veg for the week um, so they're the things that are important to me to make sure that if I've got those things right then I know that uh, you know, life is running pretty smoothly 
and I can consistently do that. Now, but that comes down to me making sure that I've allocated the time to do it. So I'm gonna do a workout today, I'm gonna to do a workout tomorrow, and uh, to me, that's what success is. Now, for me, in order to make space to do those, it means I don't wanna miss out on work. So what that means is that I'm going to um, you know, get up earlier to make sure that I get my work things done so that uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to cut my work out short because I feel guilty because I've missed out on you know, something else in that process of getting my work done. Uh, so all of these things add up for me to making sure that I've successfully planned my time uh, to, to get this stuff done. And um, the other point is that working out through the week is where you're most, uh, most productive and most creative. So some people find that they're night people. Um, I find that I can be both in terms of uh, the space that I'm working in. So when it comes down to uh, like my creative, uh, <laughs> uh, tapping into that uh, creative side of me, um, first thing in the morning is really good. So like last night was a good example. I was sitting down trying to create uh, some more content for uh, the online programs which I've started um, creating the, the skeleton of that. And I, I was just too tired. Like I was a bit drained from yesterday and um, I found that I, I just wasn't in a good place for it. So I did some work on it, but I just wasn't, I wasn't productive. Uh, and I find that I'm most creative in the morning, and then sometimes in the evening, if I'm not too, if I'm not too tired, I can go through bursts. But um, that's what happened for me last night. So the point is, you know, find out what is your productive times. Maybe you're a good morning person. Maybe you need to be creative in the morning. You need to be creative in your role, and uh, uh, doing that first thing in the morning is really good for you. But it's um, it really just depends um, on you know each person. But what I'm saying is. Yeah, maybe you need to sleep less. Maybe you need to allocate more time to getting up early so you can get more out of your day. All right, I'm going to get moving on the rest of my day now. Uh, so you take care. Have a great weekend because it's Saturday here and I will see you tomorrow.